Stephen Jones joins us now here on your home of the Cowboys. And good afternoon, Stephen. How you doing? Good afternoon, guys. I'm doing well. Well, thanks so much for joining us here on a Monday. We've had a lot of fun already reacting to the draft. Uh, before we get into the details on that, can you confirm this report about not picking up the fifth-year option on Leighton Van Der Esch? Yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, accurate. I will say this, though, our intentions are to keep uh, Leighton around here for the next four or five years. We've just got, uh, you know, obviously some unknowns. Uh, not unlike Chan Lee, Leighton's had some bad luck with uh, injuries uh, that we were able to work through with Sean. And then, of course, not knowing what our cap situation is going to be uh, next year, you know, where the league's going to peg the cap, how all this is going to work out. We just uh, felt like, uh, you know, unfortunately we needed needed to do this. But uh, we've, uh, you know, been with Leighton, had a good visit with his agent, and they know our intentions are to keep him around. Now, Steven, I want to ask you a question Mike Bassick would ask if he were here. Did you guys draft all the good players? Of course we did. Hmm. Okay, well, then great job on that. Congratulations. <laughs> I- hey, it's, it's kind of. It, the draft's a great thing because when it's all said and done, most teams really feel like they did well. And if uh, they follow their board, then they'll do well. And uh, the bigger question is how can we support for two, three, four years? Steven, I think we're, we're losing you a little bit. Is is there any uh, a better cell area that maybe you could get into or could we call you back? or Climb a tower, something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Top of the tree. See if I can make it better. Oh, that's good. Yeah, here you good there. Okay, okay. Is it better now. Yes, sir. I think so. Uh, so let me ask you good. this: you guys, you guys brought in Keanu Neal. You have Leighton Vanderesh and Jalen Smith. You drafted Micah Parsons and Jabril Cox. Micah Parsons, I'm assuming, being the twelfth overall pick, the plan is for him to be on the field for a lot of snaps. Do you have any idea what that looks like? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we had long discussions with Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy about, uh, you know, how this was going to look, and we feel really good. You know, as you know, between Sean and Leighton and uh, Jalen, uh, you know, we ended up having to use Joe Smith and some others. I mean, there's going to be, uh, I think at the end of the day, they're going to really uh, figure out how to utilize these guys. Micah brings a very unique skill set. He can obviously, you know, play the high, behind the line, line of scrimmage as a 4-3 backer, but he also brings some serious uh, DPR a rushing ability with his great speed and uh, length that he brings to the table. So uh, we're not concerned that uh, all these guys are going to, uh, we're going to need every one of them and they're all going to play a lot. Last year, we talked about the good fortune of CD lamb making it to 17. And I know if I was doing simulations, I would just cancel the simulation if he made it. Cause I was like, that's not realistic. And I think you told us that you didn't really see that happening either. This year, going into the draft, how prepared were you that the top two cornerbacks could be gone before you picked? We were very prepared. We actually uh, we spent most of the last two days going over what happens if these uh, uh, two corners come off the board on us. And we knew if it happened, it'd probably be late. And uh, the other thing we discussed at length is just what it would cost to move up to ensure you got a corner. And as you know, up there in the top ten, you saw what we got for moving just two picks down uh, from 10 to 12. You can imagine what it costs to go up three or four picks. And then on top of that, uh, these guys, these teams were picking players they love. So you're going to have to uh, pay a premium, uh, whether it's Detroit, 
uh, picking the uh, big uh, Oregon tackle, uh, any of those guys. And, of course, both the teams in front of us that picked corners knew what we were what we would have been moving up for. And so, you know, we had long discussions about if the corners go, what are we going to do here? And that's where we spent a lot of time uh, on Micah, not to mention a couple of other players that we really felt like uh, that we could get real comfortable with if uh, uh, the two corners went, which obviously that happened. Well, I loved that you guys got to add a pick and still pick the guy that I think you would have wanted at number 10 overall. But my question is, is it who, Howie Roseman or whoever calls from Philadelphia? Did you, did you make them tell you who they were going to pick? And would you feel yeah, differently they, if they were going up for, say, Justin, Justin Fields? Of course it would have been. I mean, if they were – well, no, it didn't make us feel any different whether it was Justin Fields. The, the key was what side of the ball. And uh, certainly uh, we knew – you know, we had had discussions with Philly earlier in the week. And, uh, you know – in spite of what you heard, and maybe they were interested in moving up to get a corner too, but they were also interested in jumping the Giants to get a receiver. And we just felt like, uh, you know, at the end of the day that we were, you know, either the Giants or the Eagles were going to get the receiver one way or the other. And uh, so we didn't concern ourselves about that. And the point was, hey, we can move back, pick up a pick, and, and get our backers. So, you know, we felt really good about that. So you guys aren't, you guys wouldn't be concerned about helping a division rival potentially get a potential franchise quarterback. You just want to make sure they weren't taking your guy. As long as they weren't taking our guy, we weren't going to concern ourselves with that because they were probably going to get him anyway, because we weren't going to take him. And then the giants and Eagles are next and they're going to get whatever they choose to pick. Awesome stuff here with Stephen Jones on your home of the Cowboys. Okay, round two. What makes you feel comfortable with Kelvin Joseph as far as the concerns about coachability or things of that nature? We don't think it's a coachability issue. It's a, uh, obviously, I think it's pretty well documented that he had, you know, an off the field. Uh, you know, he had some off the field stuff that we had to get comfortable with, and uh, we, you know, we really feel like we're comfortable with it. We think as far as his football character his competitiveness, his desire to be great is all there. And uh, uh, at the same time, we feel good that uh, he's got his off the field uh, under control. One of the big things we look at when we look at a player is, you know, how they conduct themselves after they have an incident. And uh, and in this particular case and other cases uh, where we've drafted people, uh, you know, we feel like they is up and they're getting their hands around it. you got to remember – when some of these kids make mistakes, and our kids at the time, they're probably teenagers, some of them, and uh, as long as they learn from it and they mature and you feel like they're uh, heading in the right direction, then, uh, you know, you've, you've got to make a call there. And we've certainly done that both ways. We've made calls where we said, hey, we don't feel good about it. We've made calls where we do feel good about it. Obviously, we've had a history with it. Uh, we've got a great player on our team, Randy Gregory, who we have so much respect for. Such a good young man who obviously has struggles off the field as well. But uh, he continues to work to, uh, to do better in those areas. And we have nothing but the utmost respect for him. You guys picked 11 guys in this draft, which is awesome. If you had to make a wild guess right now, could you make a wild guess on how many could make the roster? 
think all 11 could make it. Uh, that's a stretch, but uh, they could. And uh, certainly we've got a scenario where all 11 step up and make our football team. And, uh, you know, that would be, you know, so welcome with our salary cap situation. Uh, you know, obviously we're paying some really, really good football players a lot of money. And it's, you know, well-deserved by those players who are getting the money. But in order to function under a salary cap, then you've got to, you've obviously got to hit on, on your draft. And we had long discussions. And, you know, we had some opportunities to maybe make that 11 picks, 9 picks, 10 picks, 8 picks. And, uh, you know, maybe could have moved some picks up. But, we, you know, we really felt good about our board, really felt if we hung in there and took the players uh, that we felt were quality players, that we could really improve our football team and also help our salary cap situation. Did having the 11 picks change your draft strategy in any way? Not really. I mean, it, you know, you just you got to trust that board. You got to say, hey, are, are you going to find good players throughout the draft? And, you know, at the end of the day, that's what happened for us is we just, you know, guys kept coming to us. I mean, a Jabril Cox, I mean, he was in consideration uh, certainly uh, in the third round and, you know, just a really good football player in there. Here he comes, and same thing with Fajeco. I mean, he's, uh, you know, a guy we had that we really like every part of what he's about, whether it's the person off the field or the player on the field, his maturity, what he stands for. Uh, you know, those guys just uh, kept coming our way, and, uh, you know, that's why we chose not to necessarily get a pick, and we probably could have you know, taking care of another need by giving up one of those thirds. But we just felt like, hey, uh, you know, two players are better than one here. And uh, we're going to get two really quality players versus one. And just felt like that was the right thing to do for our football team. There's so many people now, Stephen, that are that are covering the draft so hard. And I know that you guys at least see and hear some of what's written or said. So when you have a third-round pick like Nishan Wright and a lot of the media community is going, wow, that was a big reach, do you guys care in any way or even acknowledge that it's like, yeah, we like this guy more than maybe a lot of other people do? No, not at all. I mean, it only takes one other team to like him, and you got to trust what our scouts say about it. And, you know, you go through the exercise of, hey, if we don't get him, are we going to be sick? And – our guys did a great job, and it wasn't just one guy. It wasn't just two guys. I mean, we had consistency across the board with our scouts and coaches on the shine. And the only thing I'd tell you is I remember a player named Travis Frederick mm. that the whole world said, hey, he should have been third, fourth, fifth, sixth-round pick. And last I checked, Travis uh, had a great career and went to six or seven Pro Bowls. So, uh, you know, everybody's going to – you know, there's always going to be a little consensus of what, you know, maybe 20 teams think. But you got to remember, it only takes one other team that sees what we see to take him, and then you're you're sick about it. We think Nation can come right in here and be highly competitive. Obviously, this game's turned into a space game. Uh, you're playing against who drafted Fajeco, who's six four, two twenty. I mean, these guys are long. You're trying to cover the Kelseys of the world the pits of the world who just got drafted. We'll play him this year. And you need long guys to cover these tight ends. 
And uh, we think this guy's got a unique skill set that's really going to be a big help to us. Stephen, thanks so much for your time. Congrats on the draft, and we look forward to catching up with you soon. Sounds great, guys. Great being on with you. Thank you, sir. There he is right here on your home of the Cowboys, Stephen Jones.